thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Okay, hey everybody. I want to welcome you to today's edition of Bible News Radio. Hey, do me a favor, share this out with your social media base if you don't mind. Totally appreciate it. I got to do that myself. Got to hold on here to Periscope. Log in there. Want to say thank you guys for joining me for this show. We have a lot to cover in this hour, you guys. I guarantee you it's going to go fast. Yeah, it is. Thank you guys for coming in already. I see you out there. There you go. All right, I'm going to share this even on my own Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll set on air. Thumbs up. There we go. All right, let me say hi to a couple of you. If I can get that out of the way there. Okay, here we go. All right, people, I don't know about you, but it has been wet and rainy here. Oh, my gosh. Tennessee is like cold, rainy, and all that fun stuff. Anyway, if you're new, I want to say welcome to the show. I am Stacy Lynn Harp, your sweet and lovable host, who feels, to be honest, slightly emotional at the moment. Uh, and I'll tell you why, because uh, about, I don't know, 40 minutes ago, uh, I found out that uh, L.A. and Peggy Marzuli, uh, who are friends of ours, actually, uh, lost their whole home and uh, the the Malibu fires that's taken place out there in California. I I mean honestly, I just you know I just started to cry when I read the news. Prophecy Prophecy Watchers um sent out an email and and then my friend Derek Gilbert over at Skywatch TV he actually mentioned it in his update and um, all that. So it's kind of so I feel sober. <sighs> and I'll tell you why. Because there are people who um, actually think that uh, California is under God's judgment because of how evil they are. I will say this. What I will say is that actually I think America is under God's judgment <laughs> in many ways. I think though that there is a remnant of us believers that have, you know, kind of sort of pushed back some of that evil over the last couple of years. But you know what? The bottom line is we live in a sin-sick fallen world, you guys, and uh, this stuff is going to keep happening. So uh, I want to share with you some stuff, and uh, we got a lot to cover. We're going to share with you our interview with Avi Lipkin, also known as Victor Mordecai, uh, or I think Victor Mordecai, uh, anyway, who uh, who is a secular Jew who... Um, secular. He's, well, he's he's a religious Jew. He's not a Messianic Jewish believer. So he is somebody who does... He's Jewish, but he doesn't believe Jesus is his Messiah yet. Uh, but he is... Um, yet is the operative term. Yeah. I'm going to take this off. Okay. He okay. he is well, well-versed um, in Israel. He's a, he's a um, Middle East expert. He's an Islamic expert. He's an expert on, you know, Islam. And honestly, he is a... An amazing man. When you guys hear this interview I did with him at Prophecy Watchers, you're just going to go, whoa. I thought I knew what was going on with Israel, and you're, you're going to find out, nope, you had no clue <laughs> what was going on in Israel. So um, we're going to do that near the bottom of the hour. But I first thing I want to do is, um, you know, share with you where you can donate to L.A. Marzulli and Peggy. Um, these guys have uh, been friends of mine for probably at least 10, 12 years. Uh, I was one of the very first people to ever interview LA on his, on, on our show, uh, way, way back when it was on blog talk radio and we had, um, no audience. (laughs) He came on our show anyway. Uh, so, um, I'm going to read you what, um, what is over on the, the, um, GoFundMe page, and this is what L.A. wrote. He wrote, hey, folks, it's me, L.A. Marzuli, and I'm no longer able to come to you from our undisclosed location. 
deep in the heart of the Santa Monica Mountains. Our home, the guest house, our home, the guest house, excuse me, the studio, the garden, all of our belongings, except those things that we put in the fireproof uh, root cellar have been taken by the Woolsey fire. Saturday evening, while we were at the Operation Classified Conference in Dallas, Texas, uh, Los Angeles officials informed us that our home was amongst the many lost in this record-breaking fire. Words cannot describe how we feel. We are, of course, very, very thankful as the things we value most in life, the lives of our daughters, pets, and our own lives, were not taken by the fire. Nevertheless, we're in shock at the loss of our home of many, many years. We don't take things lying down, and we are actively trying to hit the restart button. Um, But this is a huge hill to overcome, but all things are possible in Christ Jesus. We've started a GoFundMe account, and I'm sorry. (laughs) This sucks, people. Just saying. Anyway, basically, <clears throat> they, they've started a GoFundMe account, so, um, yeah, anyway. Anyway, if you guys want to donate, go donate, okay? I'm not going to beg you. Uh, if you love L.A. Marzulli and Peggy, go just go, go donate. I would have sucked being a 9-11 reporter on 9-11, just saying. Because, um, yeah, I mean, it just, you know, anyway. So, <clears throat> I know, radio silence, not good for the air, is it? Especially podcast. Anyway, <clears throat> So, so it looks like as of the time of this recording, they've raised um, $58,165 of the $95,000 needed for um, their goal. And, you know, I know God will restore them. It's just, you know, when I think about, um, you know, bad things happening. You know, I know bad things happen to everybody. Good people, bad people. I mean, technically, we're all bad people. We're all sinners. But I don't know. I love these guys. And if you knew Peggy, um, you know, I've only had a couple of opportunities to meet them. And she makes homemade jewelry and stuff. And she is the sweetest person. L.A. is a handful. And he's fun. Um, and he's on the move. But, you know, these guys are not young. I'm not. I mean, they're younger than me. No, they're not. They're older than me. You know, and you got to think... I don't know, maybe it's just my empathetic heart, but I, they, they're, he's almost 70, I think, you know, anyway, but their whole house, you know, is gone, and um, all their recording equipment, all their studio equipment, all of their livelihood, everything that they've done is basically gone, so $95,000 is actually not, not that much money, in my opinion, to be asking for, given where he lives, or where he lived, um, so, I am, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm upset, and I know that there's a lot of other people that have lost their homes too, so, you know, obviously, please pray for all of those, I guess it's just, for me, it's just different when I know the people, so, um, anyway, so, go donate to to them if you feel led to, we gave a little bit of money, I mean, we're not loaded, but I get, I donated, a little bit of money to them to help. I mean, that's the least we can do, right? Yeah, everything works together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. That's true. But that doesn't make the feeling go away, right? You know you know what I mean? Um, but anyway. Yeah, it doesn't make things hurt less or the loss any less. Certainly, you know, through all this, they may see the hand of the Lord in a way they wouldn't have otherwise. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, it still sucks. Yeah. Let's, let's put it that way. Yeah, it sucks. That's the bottom line. <laughs> I'll say it. Yeah, okay. Especially being out of state yeah, they were... or ministry and then getting out of his cage. Oh, by the way, while you were gone, while you stepped out, 
everything burned up. Your house and everything in it. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. So, and I've known a couple of people actually who've lost everything before in a fire and stuff. So, um, but yeah, but they're both in good, de- I mean, relatively decent health as far as I know. So, you know, but still, I mean, it's sad, you know, I, I would, what kind of person would I be if I sat here with a big smile on my face and was kind of joking about it? You know, I, I just think that's in, at least for me, just so you know, it's disingenuous when I feel sad, you know, for, for something. And I think that we should just feel sad if we feel sad. Now, you guys don't know them the way I do. Maybe that's part of the reason why I feel sadder than you do. But, um, but yeah. anyway. Yeah, you'd never get a job on the network news. No, I su- I would suck at the... <laughs> I can't... I'm not fake. There's a lot of fake people out there. And anyway. We're good actors anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So just help out those guys. At the very least, pray for them. Uh, I am very happy to know that they've gotten a lot donated to them already. Um, they have a good base support of people that already support them financially through their show. I mean, they get way more than we ever do. Um, so that's, um, uh, you know, I mean, I've seen them put out on their email list. They need $10,000 tomorrow and they've gotten 20,000 donated. So I know they got a massive list, um, you know, <laughs> and they probably don't need my help, but Anyway, just thought I'd share with you. At least for me, that's that's kind of a, a need to to uh, to do. So, so and given that um, anybody who lives in California, and I know we have some listeners in Northern California and Southern California, and so you know, obviously, I know I don't have to say please pray for what's going on down there, but there's a lot of people, a lot of people who've lost their homes and people who've lost their lives. Um, my former therapist lives in that same area where LA lives and um, I just heard from her a little while ago that they're fine thank God but you know I I was just thinking what if she lost her house I mean that that's somebody I've known for almost 30 years it's kind of like I would just be devastated for her if if that happens so um, anyway so there's that all right so let's get into um, some other news I want to update you on because you guys watched our show for a while um, I wanted to share with you a story um, about identity thieves using the United States Postal Service's informed delivery uh, issue. Now, a couple of weeks back, it was probably a couple of months ago, I told all of you guys about the United States Postal Service's uh, free service called informed delivery. And this is this is was set up to help people feel more secure because of identity theft. And you know what? I guarantee you people in California are like right now with all these fires and insurance fraud and all that other stuff that's going on. They are in the midst of that. They're going to be hit with this more, more than likely. There's going to be a lot going on there. Well, it turns out that informed delivery has been hit by criminals uh, who have used the system to their advantage to steal identity. Yeah, I read this article and I'm like, you got to be kidding me that a service set up to help protect identity has now been co-opted by thieves. So listen to this. It says here, uh, the, and by the way, I use this. I have this service. I use it and I love it and I still recommend it. But uh, it says here, uh, the United States Postal Service launched a program called Informed Delivery with the goal to assist consumers in protecting themselves from identity theft. The program allows consumers to register an account on USPS.gov. Actually, if you go as to USPS.com, you can do it there. Which allows one to view scanned images of all their incoming mail for free. And it says, however, it's being reported that the Secret Service issued an internal alert to its field offices that the delivery service is being used by criminals to commit identity theft and credit card theft on the very residents who are trying to protect their identity. Apparently, the criminals are signing residents up for the service, okay, just listen to this, providing their own email address to get the scans and then opening up new credit cards in the residents' names and pulling them out of the mailbox before the resident can retrieve the mail. The resident never knows that the credit card was opened or that it was stolen from their mailbox. So why am I telling you this? Because I want you to know that this is going on. And because a couple months ago, I told a lot of you, I, well, I told you, if you know, this is just one layer of protection to get. But this is also another reason to get ID shield. Okay, because... Um, 
because the hole that the criminals found here in the USPS service is that the United States Postal Service actually allows more than one member per household to sign up uh, for this service, right? Um, but if you have ID Shield in your your account, if you have that, then you're going to be notified instantly if somebody opens up a credit card in your name or you've been breached in any way, you have access to your credit score. Um, it's, it's a great service. I was actually just talking to somebody earlier this afternoon about it, and I was telling him um, not too long ago, I applied for a Kohl's card, K-O-H-L-S, Kohl's, that store. And the only reason I applied for it was because uh, it was my birthday. I was getting ready to go to Texas, and um, I bought a, new, a couple of new, new shirts. And I have to tell you that when I applied for the card, they declined me for it because I frankly don't have enough money. I don't make enough money. So they declined me a Kohl's credit line. Um, and they didn't tell me at the, at, at the register why I was declined, but I got a letter um, later, right? Because pretty much everything's under Randall's name. Anyway, to make a long story short, the next day after that transaction happened between me and um, the Kohl's people, I, I was alerted to the fact that somebody had tried to open up a Kohl's account. And I was, it was, you. It was me. And I was happy to know that I was being alerted about because if I hadn't in the past, I wouldn't know. So, um, so I can tell you that, you know, informed delivery, they have a hole, still recommend it. But just so you know, I, you know, you have to, uh, you, you can't stop criminals from being criminals unless they become Christians then. That's the only way you can stop a criminal. <laughs> Ask Paul the apostle. Just saying. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> you you can't you can't stop criminals from being criminals, but you can be smart and use identity theft protection. So I wanted to share that with you. Also, um, wanted to let you know in Canada, uh, Doctor John there. Um, I signed him up and his wife. And in Canada, if you're in Canada, you know anybody in Canada uh, in the provinces up there. Identity theft protection for Canadian family for is basically twelve ninety five a month, which is like cheaper than here um, for a family. It's twenty four ninety five a month for here. Um, but here's the thing: get um, you know, you know, if you don't want to cover your whole family, which you should, it's only nine ninety five a month for individuals. So, um, in the U.S. In the U.S. So I would encourage you to do that. Um, you get your social media monitoring and you get privacy and security monitoring. Um, monitors your name, your date of birth, social security number, uh, email, phone numbers, all your credit scores. It's updated every month, which is super cool, actually. I've watched my credit score go up since I've been on it, which has also been totally cool. Um, you get free consultation, 24-7, uh, 365, live, live support for covered emergencies. You get full identity restoration and a $5 million service guarantee if anything does happen compared to the competitors, which only offer a million dollars, by the way. Um, and you get a vault, security vault password protector as well. All that for $9.95 a month. You're smart to get it. If you don't think you'll ever need it, just for the pure fun of it, having it on your phone and knowing that when anything happens, you'll be notified of anything, it's worth it. To me, it's worth it. Um, and with all the fraud and stuff happening and now the fires and stuff, just saying. And speaking of that, I also want to show you another story. Uh, Randall's going to play the audio, the video for you. Um, and I want you to pay attention to this because this is this comes out of Texas. And this is an identity theft story. Um, and I want you to really pay attention to uh, the thing there. Hey, good. Well, I love Canadians. I was born on the Toronto-Canadian border, so I'm almost Canadian, eh? <laughs> Did I say that right, John? <laughs> eh. All right, so let's go ahead and listen to uh, or watch the video from uh, the 12 News channel there in Texas, 12 News Now. Um, I want you to hear this because I had a couple of comments afterwards. As soon as I can get this untangled. Well, if you'll stall a little bit longer. So. Okay. Well, okay. Here's the other thing, too. The other thing, too, is I want to let you know that I'm still looking for team members for my team. And here's the deal. You know what? If you want to become a uh, Legal Shield associate like I am and have the opportunity to make some money, 
um, and to sell ID Shield and identity theft insurance and Legal Shield, um, then I really want motivated people who are going to be on my team that I can help mentor and train and all of that. And just so you know, if you have a business and you're on my team, like I have um, one, I have four team members right now, and, and I think three, three, I'm thinking, yeah, three of my four members actually have businesses. And so what I'm doing for my members is I'm adding a page to my Bible News Radio page, and we're going to make that my business partner page. So their products and services are going to be on my page, and so you'll be able to go over to that page. We're going to set it up probably after the show. And um, then you can click through their affiliate links and stuff, and that's what I want to talk about. Uh, after we share this, I want to share with you uh, Aaron Bond's uh, business, and I really want to encourage you to check out uh, Young Living Essential Oils, which is what she sells. She's a team member of mine. Um, just recently signed up for Legal Shield. Um, I think she's going to be an associate, but still, I want you to get to you know support those who support our show. That's the bottom line, right? Okay, we're ready. So here's the bean footage, and check that out. Inviter says she has a major problem tonight, and she is trying to clear her name. She says a childhood friend is illegally using her name that led to a warrant being issued for the woman's arrest. 12 News reporter Jordan Foster spent the day sorting through all this. What happened? Kevin and Erica, identity, identity theft is something that happens all too often, and usually when you find out you're a victim, it's already too late. Today we talked to a vital woman who, whose case takes the problem to a new level. Brent Smith and his fiance Candace Kerr have been together for 11 years, and they say all 11 they've had a recurring problem. My, my fiance Candace, she has a, there's a warrant out in her name. He says a friend Candace grew up with has been using her name. Candace ended up being arrested a few years ago because the woman gave police her name, and now it's happening again. Kerr claims there is now another active drug-related warrant for her arrest, and she doesn't know why. She has a friend that she grew up with and everything, and she, we've had multiple instances over the past, uh, we've been together for 11 years now, so over the last 11 years, we've had multiple instances where this girl has tried using her name. Today, I talked with Vider Police Chief Rod Carroll, who says, unfortunately, he sees situations like this all too often. I have seen an increase with the um, identity theft. As identity theft has increased, I've seen more and more people um, you know, giving false identities to law enforcement. A report from Javelin Study and Research shows that in 2017, 16.7 million Americans fell victim to some sort of identity theft. That's a 4 million person increase from 2012. Generally speaking, like, there's some type of relationship. Friends, I've seen siblings giving other siblings information on a regular basis. Candace says she's going to have to pay for an attorney to clear her name. It's all boiling down to, you know, it's going to cost us money out of pocket, basically, to try to get this, but... That's what, that's what makes it frustrating. Chief Carroll says if something like this happens to you, go to the local police agency. It happened and file an identity theft police report immediately so that you can begin the process of catching the person responsible. In studio, Jordan Foster, 12 News. Okay, so that's, so I wanted you to hear this story for a couple reasons. Number one, identity theft is sometimes because of people you know. You know, those scoundrel evildoers in your life that you hate to admit are there, but actually are. Um, you know, kind of like the pedophiles, you know, are usually the your relative or whoever, somebody that you know. Um, but the other reason I wanted to um, mention this is because they mentioned at the very end that they needed um, to get a lawyer. And so this is something that I'm trying to educate you know, you guys about is that identity theft isn't itself in a vacuum. You will need a lawyer. That's why Legal Shield partnered, you know, started partnering, started partnering up with ID Shield in order to offer the services. They're complimentary. So and here's the other thing too. I'll just say this. You guys need a will. Okay. Just saying, because when there's a will, there's a way. When there's not a will, then there's probate and that's a big mess. And, you know, if you are over 18 years old, I don't care who you are, you need to get a will done because you can actually give the gift to whoever your loved one is who's left behind peace of mind if you have that done. And if you're single and you don't happen to have children and you have, you have animals, you still need to prepare something 
so that your assets and all of that stuff in your in your your fur babies they go to whoever you want right i mean i'm leaving my my fur babies to mia just so you know <laughs> and and my friend cheryl just so you know i mean they're they're in my will they're that's who grover and tuggy bear and my cat well i don't know about my cat but we'll see about that you know they're going to people i know love and trust who are actually going to take care of my animals if if god forbid he takes me you know before them and they're cheryl mia's mama hey cheryl nice to see you um so that's that's all i'm saying is that if you don't have your will done legal shield provides your will for 24.95 a month that's it get it done okay i'm not gonna make this whole show about this but i'm trying to be helpful to you <laughs> So get it done. So you can contact me after the show. And here's the other thing too. If you're in a business, you have a home business, we have a home business supplement and a, we have small business supplements. If you actually open, have, have the, you know, brick and mortar place or something, you have employees. We have very affordable home business, uh, home business plans or just regular business plans that actually can help you and save you a lot of money. Uh, you know, we can help you form an LLC, get you all set up and do all that. There's a ton of services with Legal Shield, and it makes the playing field equal for everybody. Okay, so there's no reason, and this is somebody and me were talking about this. There's no reason why why you can't afford it. None. They make it affordable for everybody else. So um, that's the thing. If you're a Fed employee, a will does not override the employee benefits designation. So update it. Well, with a will, with Legal Shield, you get you can update it as much as you want every year actually or more if you need to because that's part of the it's part of the membership so <clears throat> and that's a good thing I mean if you want to disown your children or whatever which why would you uh, but you know there's people out there like that so you need an LLC well there we go we can help you with that and it's more affordable than if you do it on your own okay I mean that it's 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 the truth that's why Legal Shield has been around for since 1972 it's been around a long time almost 50 years Almost as old as me and Bareface, who's a little bit older than me. Yeah, Sonny, he's getting old. Okay, anyway. All right, so um, hold on just a second. Yes, okay. So because of that, let me also tell you, uh, Erin, you just signed up, excuse me, for a full membership for her family. She protected her kids and her husband uh, with Legal Shield and ID Shield. And um, she actually served in our military, so I want to give a big shout out as well. Happy Veterans Day. I know it's, I said this yesterday. I came on and said hi to all the vets, but but Erin uh, is, is a vet. And so I honor that, and I definitely want to support her business. So if you guys go over to her Young Living account, Young Living is Essential Oil. And, um, and actually, she sent me some. It's really good, powerful stuff that actually can bring healing to your body if you use it. Um, and do you have the thing? There it is. Okay. Yeah. So if you go to Y L D I S T, so that stands for young living distributor.com, uh, forward slash love with EOs and that's love with E O S. Okay. If you go there, if you guys go there, check it out. Um, you can get, you know, you can, you can sign up. You can actually send Aaron some messages, ask her any questions that you want. Um, you know, get educated, get a catalog, contact her through there and get any information that you want on, um, on whatever essential oil it is that you have. I am a huge, huge advocate of essential oils because I can tell you that they've helped me personally with, uh, allergies and definitely, definitely athlete things for sure. Like, uh, um, lemongrass is super great and a really great mixture just for fun is lavender vanilla and orange if you want something that smells awesome just like a calming thing just just get lavender lemon uh, vanilla and you know orange citrus put mix it together oh it smells awesome just so you know or as mia would say phenomenal <laughs> Right, Mia? <laughs> All right. If you guys don't know what we did over the weekend, if you missed the epic baptism of Mia Chapa, hey, got to tell you that uh, I had such a good time with her. She, she, Mia came down from Ohio. She's now back home. You guys heard her testimony on Friday, hopefully. 
uh, if you were, if you watch the show. She's a life flight paramedic, para, paramedic, and and one of the most humble people I know, and one of the most funny people that I know. Uh, she's so genuine. Anyway, we just had um, a great weekend together, and we got to baptize her in the name of Jesus, and and we were really concerned about the whole use of where we were going to be able to do it, but God was good as always. And, um, and we got to baptize her. And, and then afterwards we had this very interesting experience with a woman in the locker room who told us that she was from heaven. And so far, everybody that I've talked to thinks that that was probably an angel we had an encounter with, which is kind of interesting. Um, I guess it wouldn't be weird for God to send a male angel into a female locker room for a weird encounter, but, uh, (laughs) we share the whole story in our previous Periscope. So if you got time after the show's over, go ahead and watch the, uh, watch us as we look a little bit kind of like, did that really happen? Did she really say that? So it was kind of interesting, but, but it was really cool. So congratulations to Mia again. That was super awesome. And God even provided the pool to be 88 degrees, which was super warm. It didn't even feel cold getting in or out. Uh, it was awesome. It was super cool. So anyway, All right, so before um, we get to Avi Lipkin, I also want to share with you this article that was just published a couple days ago from PGA Media, Pajamas Media, PJ Media. National Poll says Facebook is the least trustworthy tech company. Can you believe it? Yeah, you can. (laughs) Oh my gosh, Mark Zuckerberg must be having a bad day. Uh, It says here in in a just-released National Poll, Facebook was found to be the least worst trustworthy among all the major tech companies when it comes to safeguarding its customers' data. No. Really? Uh, Okay, the poll was sponsored by Fortune and conducted by the Harris Poll Organization. Their survey focused on the major tech companies and their CEOs. The poll found that just 22% of Americans trust Facebook with their personal data. That compared to a trust factor of 39% for Apple. 41% 41% for Google, which that's, that astounds me. If you know anything about Google, why would you even trust them? But hey, we all do. We're all kind of got suckered into the, um, to the like, hey, let's have free Gmail for life. Anyway, and 49% for Amazon. Now, Amazon, I have to admit, out of all those, I can see why more people trust Amazon. But still, you know, you buy an Alexa, put it in your house, you got a eavesdropper there permanently, just so you know. Anyway, the more people distrust than trust each of them is bad news for all of these companies. Facebook is in the bottom in terms of trust and housing your personal data, said Harris Poll CEO John Gerzima. Facebook's crises, crisis, crises, 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 there we go. I can't speak English well. It's my first language. <laughs> uh, of crisis. Continue rolling in the news cycle. Previous polling has also shown Facebook trailing among all companies that consumers do business with. Among the series of questions, Facebook scored dead last in all, including the trustworthiness of their leadership and their ethical practices. The poor showing also is an indication of the failure of its management, including Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg, to provide a believable defense and to take appropriate actions for past behaviors. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. How many? Put a five if you are you're shocked by this news, right? <laughs> are you shocked? You're not shocked, are you? Um, how, in fact, I was talking to an author earlier today, and he was telling me he, he doesn't like Facebook because anything he tries to boost or whatever, they won't even take it. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I, I know. There should be five million people tuning into our show right now. <laughs> Just kidding. But that's okay. Yeah, Cheryl says, greatest daughter ever. Yeah, she is. And you did great, mom, being her mom, too. I just have to say, that's awesome. Uh, I, I love that. And Steven says, Raleigh, North Carolina. I think that's where he's from. And Kim says, hi. I hope that you're still there, Kim. I don't know if you are, but if you are, hopefully you are there. Um, Okay, so also the other big news, if you didn't know, is that there was a recount in... Florida. And of course, you know, God only knows what's really happening down there. But I can tell you what, um, one thing I can tell you is that, that there's a lot of corruption in America and the Democrats are, they're out for blood. Wait a minute. 
I had to do that. What did I do that for? Anyway, they're out for blood. And, um, you know, we need to pray for the Democrats for sure because they need the Lord, most of them. There are some good Democrats, but I have to say, by and large, most of them are evil um, in the sense of um, they don't know God, which I know that sounded awkward. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> That's how to build a bridge, right? Hey, if you're a Democrat, you're evil, just so you know. <laughs> That's not what I meant. What I meant was, well, it is kind of what I meant. It, it, I should just be quiet before I put my foot in my mouth even further. So let's go to our sponsor, Ariel Ministries, who's awesome. <laughs> if you want a good free Bible study this month, we are offering uh, Satanology. You ever want to learn about the devil and what all his schemes and his stuff? Guess what? Um, you can do that by downloading the free Bible study that we have available at our website at BibleNewsRadio.com. Dr. Arnold Fruchtenbaum did this study. And um, anyway, long story short, you'll get it for free. I got you just sign up for the email there and it will come right to you. Also, we have a, what else do we have? Uh, Ariel Ministries also has courses that you can, you can sign up for if you go to ArielCourses.com. And uh, you can go there. You can learn more about the Bible there and uh, check it out. Um, why? Because you know you want to get deeper in God's word so that you can learn to discern between good and evil. And that's actually what the Bible talks about. To learn to Wisdom is learning to discern between good and evil. And I'll tell you what, today people say evil Things that are really evil to God are good, like gay marriage. They say stuff. They say that that's good, and that's not. It's evil, right? Abortion. Oh my gosh! There's also this this uh, um, horrible video going around that I, if I knew who created it, I would personally want to smack them upside their head and say, "What the heck are you thinking?" They put this cute little baby in this commercial for abortion. It, it's sick. But see, some people say the world. You know, abortion's a good thing. No, it isn't. Abortion is evil. It's murder of a little baby, a little preborn baby, a little fully formed little baby that's not able to take care of itself. You know, size and location, right? I mean, if that baby was outside the womb, just saying, you wouldn't. it would be against the law to kill it. But just because it's in a mom's womb, you can kill it legally in America? You think God likes that? I don't. I mean, that's evil, you know? So, just saying. Um Hmm. Also, so the other thing is um, that uh, if you want to support our show, and most of you in here do actually, so I just say thank you for that. But I actually have two of these sets left of our Israel f prayer package. So you can get both these books for $15. Uh, if you want them, then get it today because I'm mailing the stuff out tomorrow because I can't today because the post office is closed. But I will put it in the mail for you tomorrow if you order it today. All right, both these books. Those of you who got the Angels books, uh, we actually um, will put that in the mail for you tomorrow. I am an atheist from India. I will sit in a corner and listen to this recording. Okay, well, you can sit. You don't have to sit in the corner. I mean, you can go sit on your couch or whatever in your car. It doesn't matter. <laughs> How does it, how does gay marriage affect me? Well, let's see. It affects me in many ways, but that's not the topic of the show. But if you stay tuned to the show, you'll understand. Trust me. All right. So now, got to remember to tell you, donate at BibleNewsRadio.com. Okay. Just go over there. There's a PayPal button. You can donate there. Okay. So a couple of weeks ago, we were at the Prophecy Watchers Conference. We got to interview Avi Lipkin. Okay. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Avi. He is an amazing man. Uh, I'm going to read you a little bit about his um, background so you know who I was talking to. He's an author, a lecturer, and a Middle East expert. Um, and I'm waiting for my page to flip so that I can read you his biography. He uh, was born in New York. He grew up in New York. And then he moved to Israel when he was 19 years old. Uh, he completed high school in New York and some college at New York University. Uh, anyway, he went to Hebrew University, graduated in 1973. He served in the IDF, uh, Israel Defense Forces, from February of 1972 until January 1973. And um, he was in the reserves. Um, anyway, he's got this 
bio way long. He actually um, worked as the senior editor and translator in the news department of the government, government press office as part of the prime minister, uh, Yazik Shamir's office. Uh, he did that. He began lecturing in Christian churches and synagogues in the U.S. as well as appearing on radio and TV beginning in 1990. So that was quite some time ago. He went to study three years at the Jewish Theological Seminary as part of the MA program. And he uh, has appeared in over 1,000 churches and synagogues in the U.S., Canada, Mexico, the United Kingdom, Norway, Finland, Holland, Belgium, Switzerland, Greece, Russia, Austria, Poland, and the Faroe Islands, as well as in Israel. Um, he has written seven books. One is called, Is Fanatic Islam a Global Threat? Christian, Re Christian Revival for Israel's Survival, Islamic Threat Updates, Almanac Number 1, Israel's Bible Block, Islam Prophesied in Genesis, Return to Mecca, and Islamic Rivalry. Um, and he is, like I said, he's well, well, well respected um, in Christian circles as well. And it was really, truly an honor for me to actually meet him in person and interview him at the Prophecy Conference. So here's our interview with this distinguished man. And he is super funny too. So listen to what he says though, because it might go over, I mean, it might be so heady. You might go, oh, what did he say? But listen to his knowledge of what's happening in Israel. You will be impressed, I think. Okay. So there you go. All right. Hi, everybody. Okay. So now we're with this handsome hunky man who everybody knows flattery will get you everywhere <laughs> that's another thing Jews are always interrupting yeah yes and anyway this is no honestly this is so cool to talk to you thank you you know because I know who you are a man of God thank you yeah you are and you know what it's really truly an honor to meet you and I want everybody in my audience to know who Avi Lipkin is and you want them to know your other name Victor Mordecai. Yeah, now explain why you, you go by a, another name, even though now everybody knows. Why, why did you come out in the dark on that? Uh, okay, no, what happened is this. My American name is Dennis. In my passport, it says Dennis, like the menace. Right. And that was because my mother had an Irish Catholic neighbor who called her son Dennis. So that's a beautiful American Irish name. I got the name. And I moved to Israel. And everybody says, oh, your name is Denise. Because Denise is a very popular name in Israel for French-speaking women who are usually from Morocco, Tunisia, Algeria. Hmm. Uh, but there are no Denises with two N's, which is, you know, a West European, English, Irish name. Gotcha. So my Hebrew name, I'm named after my great-grandfather, and his name is Victor Mordecai. So, huh. uh, so... In the Christian ministries and on my books, the first three books, it says written by Victor Mordecai. It's not a false name. It's just not my official passport name. Oh. And uh, Avi is short for Victor because in Hebrew, uh, Victor is Avigdor. Really? Yeah, so I became Avi Lipkin. And you don't want to know the names my wife calls me. What if your wife calls you? You don't want to know. <laughs> Actually, Actually, when 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 she's very angry with me, uh -huh. she grits her teeth and says, Dennis! And uh, when I'm okay with her, it's Avi. Okay. And when she wants to go to the mall, Aviko. Aviko is like a diminutive oh. of Avi. So. Uh -huh. so she kisses up to you when she wants to go to the mall. Right. Mm, gotcha. And when she wants to marry with Christ, and she says, I don't like your clothes anymore, you're going to go buy new clothes. I said, that's, that's, <laughs> that's the straw. It breaks the camel's back. Yes, I believe it. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you guys are so jealous. You can't do this interview right now. <laughs> okay, so tell everybody a little bit about what you what you're like. Okay, like this. This is the Trump revolution. The political right. pendulum swings back to the right. Right. A lot of people hate Donald Trump. Right. Okay. I know. I actually know. I like him. Oh, okay. Now he's a little brash, but whatever. Now, firstly, the reason I like Trump is because we were both born in Queens, mm -hmm. Long Island. We we're pretty much the same age, and I talk like him. I, I, he talks like me. I mean, everything he does and says. If I were president of the United States, I'd be talking like him. You know what? I I was born in New York too. Where? Messina. 
But, but isn't that upstate? Yeah. Upstate. But, well, that's that's New England already. That's not New York City. I didn't say New York City. I said yeah. New York. New upstate York. New York is still New York. Yeah. Okay. No Yankees. Yankees. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Yankee fan. Always will be. Yeah. Okay. And uh, where were we? <laughs> You're talking about Donald Trump. And oh, okay. How you guys are okay. so much alike. Right. Now, what I wanted to say is I have been speaking in churches and messianic or communities and synagogues for 28 years and I am a history fanatic I'm a history freak and when I say that it means I don't choose sides I just say this is what this side says and this is what this side says and what we see happening in the United States elections every four to eight years is there's a pendulum which swings from the right to the left and then from the left to the right. right. And this is the way it's been going for a, a century, pretty right. much. Pretty much, your whole life. And uh, so you have eight years of Democrats, eight years of Republicans, eight years of Democrats. And uh, you know, there's a saying we learned in high school in America, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And the great thing about America is that every eight years, as the people get fed up, with either the Republicans or the Democrats, they vote the other side in because they're fed up. And so there's no chance to arrive at an absolute power corruption. And uh, you see what you, what you have in Soviet socialist countries, is you have one party totally in control, absolute power, absolutely corrupt, and absolutely bankrupt. Same with the Arabs, same with the Muslims. Um, so America, I think, is the greatest country on earth because the American people have that ability to say, well, you know what? It's basically a 50-50 contest between Republicans and Democrats. That's the way it's been for a long time. And uh, when you know when a president gets really bad, if it's a Democrat, then the Republicans win. And if, if, if a Republican president gets really bad, then Democrats win. So it's 51% to 49%. That's basically the, the, the nature of the American uh, democracy. Now, what has happened is, uh, and if you remember Fiddler on the Roof. I do. So, if I were a rich man, la 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 Sorry. Okay. So, Tevye, the milkman, is <laughs> yelling at God. Yes. And he's saying, why did you choose us Jews as the chosen people? Why couldn't you go choose somebody else for once? Because this chosen people business got us only into trouble. Right. Got us murdered, raped, uh, expelled. Right. And um, what happened as a result of uh, these persecutions is that the Jews in the, in the mid-1800s were the founders of socialism, communism, Marxism. And this was seen as a negation of God for the punishment that we Jews were receiving from God through anti-Semitism in Europe. And so, you know, many people say, well, why are the Jews voting Democrat? Why are the Jews leftists? Why are the Jews supporting uh, communists or whatever? Why do people care what the Jews think in the first place? Uh, because it's, uh, you know what, it, I, do you remember the name Thomas Dewey? Thomas Dewey was, a, uh, uh, was the opponent of uh, President uh, Truman. And I remember in the elections in November of 1948, uh, President Truman was holding up the newspaper, which the banner headline was, Thomas Dewey wins by 100,000 votes. And what happened was that uh, Truman won, because six months before, he recognized the Jewish state of Israel, May 1948. Right. So all the Jews, there was no Jew who voted Republican. Uh -huh. And this has kind of remained a tradition with Jewish people not to vote Republican. And uh, during Obama, 23% uh, of the Jews voted Republican and the rest voted, you know, Democrat. Mm. Uh, so there is a tradition, um, uh, I don't want to say a, a, a socialist tradition, but you have to remember Jewish people who are not Orthodox, mm -hmm. uh, Zionist Jews leave, they go to Israel, I, I'm one of them. Yeah. But there's the ones who stay here uh, and their agenda is America first. They want America first as a democratic uh, as country instead of Republican because of a tradition of 100 years, 150 years of communism, socialism. And the idea is this, you know, you know, in the book of Ephesians, if you're a Christian, it talks about the one new man in Christ. Right. Uh -huh. Well, the Jews believe in the one new man in Marx. If you believe in communism, if you believe in socialism, if you're an atheist and there is no God, 
then theoretically there should be no reason to hate the Jews. Right. Because there's no God. There's no more chosen people. But the thing is that anti-Semitism continued with a vengeance, including the Hitler Holocaust. Right. So the Trump revolution is basically about how the European Union, after World War II, adopted the Jewish way of thinking and that Europeans are crazy uh, for killing each other for 2,000 years. And what you need to do is if you ban God, there'll be no more war. Because all these wars in 2,000 years in Europe were because Christian, white European Christians were slaughtering each other over nationalism, religion, Jesus Christ, and God. So if you, if you abolish Christianity, if you abolish God, if you abolish the Bible, there'll be no more war in Europe. And the truth is that there has been no more war in Europe among white Christian Europeans. And so basically a strange coincidence is that the European, what I call the one world government, European Union, has become anti-Israel, anti-Semitic, basing itself on the Jewish idea of no God and no, and no Torah and no Jesus Christ and no nothing. Uh, so, but what has been happening now is the reaction. The pendulum swings back to the right. And actually a number of Jews who support Trump went up and Americans uh, who are 70% considered, 70% of the Americans consider themselves uh, Christian, going to church, doesn't matter what the nomination. And so there's this revival taking place under Trump. And so Trump is now the great enemy of the European Union because he's a Christian and he's a nationalist. The Europeans don't like nationalism. Right, makes sense. Now, Putin, and I pray for Putin because I think they're going to not, I think the oligarchs or Shoigu, they're going to kill him. Um, Probably. But Putin. Um, Let's hope that doesn't happen. Yeah. And pray, gonna, pray for Putin. I'm going to talk about that at 2 o'clock. Okay. Um, so, so Putin is a Christian, like Trump. Uh, it's a different kind of Christianity. It's Russian Orthodox. It's not white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. So you have this Christian and nationalist leader in Washington, Christian and nationalist leader in Moscow. And in Jerusalem, you have a Jewish nationalist and religious leader, Netanyahu. I mean, he's not really religious, but he's nationalist, identified with the religious. Right. His coalition is with the religious. Right. And then you have Viktor Orban in Hungary, and he's a Catholic, and he's right-wing, and he's religious, and he's conservative. And you have all these um, new members of the European Union, uh, uh, Poland, Czech Republic, Slovakia, and, and Austria, they're all going to the right. And Salvini of Italy going to the right. And so you have all these new leaders and England breaking away from the European Union with the Brexit. Uh -huh. Nationalists, the pendulum is swinging to the right. That's what this is about. So all my teachings are very, very much um, history teachings, uh, political trends. And I do have under Avi Lipkin YouTube to draw free, uh, uh -huh. unless. Big yeah. Brothers erased them all. Yeah. But uh, I, I mean, I used to have like 300 Christian radio shows, TV shows, and my own private uh, uh, YouTubes that I've done with my son Aro. Uh -huh. uh, I've seen some of those actually. Yeah. And like, especially the Christian persecution uh, ones and the, right. the persecution ones. Right. Um, yeah. That, I mean, that, yeah. Anyway. anyway, so that that's what this one is about. But I have another one which looks kind of the same. And this is about the Judeo Christian Bible Block Party. Oh, cool. And I'll talk about that God willing on Sunday. Okay, I'm gonna try to get into one of your things. Yeah. But um, people are starting to come out, so go ahead and give everybody your website and stuff again. Okay. Avilipkin.net. There you go. Very simple. Avilipkin.net. Make yeah. sure to get me in the picture. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, and, and make sure, and make sure my wife gets the picture. <laughs> Okay, he was so, so nice and uh, very, very funny. Uh, he's, of course, you know, he's picking on um, his wife. <laughs> anyway, he made so many bad jokes with me off off air. That was not even funny. But he, he confirmed I'm Jewish because of my hair. So, yeah, just so you know. All right, so hopefully you guys learned something out of that. Randall, what do you, what do you think? Um, were you listening or just kind of tuning in and out in your head? No, yeah, I was definitely listening. What did you uh, think? Well, yeah, I think uh, he's spot on. You know, the, this observing the, you know, pendulum swing in U.S. politics back and forth. 
uh, where you know sometimes a you know a president will get reelected for a second term and then they're out. But there there are times when it's um, but what happens is not necessarily just the presidential election, but uh, you know uh, other parts in in the legislative branch. Well, other parts. The president is the executive branch, but you know, I mean, just other parts of federal government where we saw that in the midterm, kind of. We didn't see the blue wave, we saw the blue trickle. But, you know, where the House, where the House of Representatives majority went Democrat uh, because I think Trump came on just so full, full steam, whatever. It wasn't middle of the road, it's just such. Right. So, um, a juxtaposed, I guess. So it's just the opposite of Obama. That who? No. <laughs> there was this. Don't you know, say that name here. There was this reaction, this reflexive reaction to, you know, we gotta, we gotta, you know, recover, get back, you know, which, uh, which, um, it's not. I don't think there are any voters that switch. Uh, their party affiliation or their, you know, leanings. It's just that the the one side gets more activated, uh, depending upon. Yeah. What's going on? It. The it, only the only people that I've ever known. There's two types of people that I've known that have actually changed their position politically. Uh, people who become Christians uh, and Lord goes. Duh, hello, yeah, you should definitely not be voting for abortion or gay marriage or higher taxes. That's just dumb. Um, and people who have sane minds who, over the age of 30, they go into business for themselves and they realize that being a Democrat is the dumbest thing you can do in business. Because unless you like paying in order to admit amount of taxes for no reason at all, I mean, just saying. And letting other people benefit from your hard work. Right. Eric is in the house. Eric Nature Scoper has not been in here in a long, long time. So oh. it's nice to see you there. I uh, totally. wanted to say hi to you. And um, Jonathan, thanks for coming in. Pastor Garrett. Hey, you want to tell Pastor Garrett what you were, gonna, what you were telling me the other day, Randall? I yeah, think, well. I think he'd like to hear this. Yeah, this is a I've, message from Bareface, Pastor Garrett. Yeah, Percy. after I finished uh, Weekends in the Word uh, on Saturday and was talking about, uh, out of Matthew chapter 18, about breaking ultimately breaking fellowship with god that uh, the person that doesn't forgive uh you know and and yeshua jesus gives the parable of the the uh, the servant the slave who doesn't forgive his fellow servant uh, a small amount when his lord had given a large amount forgiven a large debt uh and then you know yeshua jesus warns that uh if you know if you don't forgive my father will do the same to you and as far as turning over the tortures until the payment is paid. And so in the past, I'd looked at that as, anyway, tortures being held, but that can't be the case. So anyway, I'm rambling on now. Short story. Anyway, is that, you know, the possibility of not jeopardizing your salvation, but fellowship with God, uh, a familial unforgiveness. And then I started going through uh um, archived scopes and I saw yours and oh cool get to catch this and I watched uh, a good portion of it and you talked about the same thing and basically all the other things you talked about in, in your uh, message there were just spot on biblical and and two thumbs up I'd give three if I had them but uh, really just appreciate your ministry keep doing what you're doing because uh, everybody needs sound biblical instruction uh, if they're believers and unbelievers alike. So just a uh, virtual hat off to you, sir, yeah. and your ministry. See, I think that's great. And we're honored, honestly. I was, you know, every time I see you come into the show, I, you know, whenever I know any pastor, you know, is actually watching, I, I feel personally, I feel touched by that. But I also kind of go, why? Why are you watching? <laughs> but... But I, I, what it does though is it encourages me because, um, you know, because it tells me that I, ha I have the best audience. First of all, we have the best and smartest audience ever. Just so y'all know, I have, you know, brilliant people that tune into the show. I mean, seriously, I have doctors, psychologists, pastors, fire people, paramedics. I mean, 
nurses. I have janitors that are awesome, like Melanie, uh, you know, nature scopers, you know, whatever. Everybody, you're all, you know, you're smart people and, um, and you're thinkers and you like to have fun. So you realize that being a Christian isn't like this morbid thing. It's like, oh, here I am walking around a depressed, horrible, rotten feeling person. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're really a family. We really are a family in the Lord. And, um, and I, I am, I know our show is technically up, but I'm just going to say this. I'm constantly amazed, honestly, at the people that the Lord has brought to Bible News Radio. I just am. I, I honestly, everybody in this chat room who I've known for a number of years now, I didn't know any of you before the show. I mean, seriously, I did not know any of you before Periscope come along. So as much as we all get annoyed and irritated with the platform spiking the show and all that, you know what? God's will can't be thwarted and his purposes can't be, um, you know, stopped. If God wants you to connect with somebody, he will definitely set it up. That's, that's, a, that's a true thing, you know. Um, Lisa Pelosi just said, preach it, Randall. So Lisa is a friend of ours from California who was we went to church with a long time ago and Denise it looks like you're on Denise have you liked my page because if you are you still there I don't know anyway um so yeah so anyway all that to say thank you guys for for um you know being a part of the show and just don't ever underestimate your influence and let me let me just tell you this if you take the time to broadcast on Periscope or any other live stream platform and you become consistent in it and you do it regularly, God will bring people to you that he won't bring to me. I mean, you know, our circles might overlap, but I'm never going to be able to reach the people in your life, you know, just like you're not going to get to reach all the people in my life. So don't ever be afraid to, um, don't, let me, don't think that reaching one or two people, if that's all that shows up, um, is insignificant. It only takes one person to change a life, right? That's it. Hi. So, um, you know, so be encouraged by that. And I am encouraged, you know, I'm very encouraged. I'm, you know, I told Mia over the weekend, uh, you know, that for me, the honest highlight of this, of what Randall and I have done since 2005 online was baptizing her. Because that's what Christianity is really about. It's about making disciples and growing people in their faith and, you know, I have no desire to f have 10 million people listen to our show, honestly, because I don't want to know that many people. <laughs> I don't want that burden. You know, I like the little, you know, groups to be able to nurture and grow people and be there for them and, you know, help people out and all that. But, um, you know, that's what it's about. And I, um, you're a liker. Okay. How come I'm not seeing you up there then? That's really weird. Anyway, um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, we have great sponsor, Ariel Ministries. You guys can use the coupon code Bible News anytime at ariel.org and save 20%. And if you want to stay in touch with me, the, the main list I want you on is my text message list, okay? So if you're not on that yet, text me, text the term Bible News to 33222 or just contact me directly with your phone number and I'll add you on it. Um, what I do is I try to send out a scripture every morning. I give you a show update about what we're going to talk about on the show. And um, sometimes we do contests. And, you know, like today I sent out an alert right when I heard about L.A. Marzulli's house burning down. And them losing that. So you guys can donate to L.A. if you want to do that. Um, you know, it's just my way of keeping in touch with you. And the reason, this is the truth, the reason I set up the text message, I pay for the service, is because, frankly, email gets lost and people don't open it and most people have their phone in their hand 24 hours a day or at least it's nearby and you get a text message it doesn't get spiked it's not hidden you know you get the message right so I don't, I don't know about you but if I am a fan or you know friends with somebody that I watch you know I want to know when they're going on so that's the best way and unfortunately sometimes there are glitches and I've had a couple times you've gotten the messages a couple late but, you know, that's technology isn't perfect, so it happens sometimes. But um, if you're not on that list yet, join it because that's how you'll stay in touch with us. All right. Okay. All right. So tomorrow is Tuesday and um, we'll be back, Lord willing.
So always remember, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Uh, pray for Israel because right now they're, you know, Gaza rockets have hit some bus over there. And Israel, of course, whenever Israel tries to defend herself, they get attacked like, oh, yeah, yeah, we should just be able to beat up Israel. and They don't respond. I mean, that I mean, that's the stupidest thing. Any other country, you know, we have a right to respond unless you're Israel. Right. So pray for the peace of Jerusalem and be bold. Stand up and go with God, people, because he loves you. OK, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.